Hello, everyone. My name is Beryl, and welcome to my podcast, Creative Force. If this is your first time listening, it is good to have you with us. For everyone else, I'd like to welcome you back. I'm here to bring you creative people in all genres of art, crafts, culture, and and information about topics of interest. All of these things begin with the force of creativity. Today we're here with Ketriana Yvonne, who is a brick producer, community producer, and a poet. So we're here to talk to Ketriana about her new book. What is, hi Ketriana, how are you doing today? Hi Beryl, <laughs> thank you for having me on your and, podcast. And, and welcome, happy to have you here with me. So, why don't you begin by just telling us first the title of your book. The title of the book is Sequent Soul. Okay. And that's the fabric, like the fabric of life. I want people to get it. It's right. like, um, what? Why is it called that? Because mm-hmm. life is like sequence. Okay, so now we're going to get back to... As I have on. <laughs> sequence, of course. You rub it one so, way. So has it, has it it's been published? Um, it will be released at the end of the month. I'm doing... The end f- of July? Yes. Okay. And 2019. 2019. Um, it's published through Baboa Press, mm-hmm. uh, which is, is part of... Um, Hay House, which was my original goal of who I wanted to write with. Okay. Uh, I write under Spirit Writer. Um, so basically, most of the books I've read in my life have been uh, like Wayne Dyer, um, Louise Hay, who was, if for people that don't know, passed away. But she was like the first woman to start her own publishing company in the mm-hmm. 70s mm-hmm. with a book called... Um, how to heal your life. Okay. And people thought she was crazy back then, and she <laughs> just went on and published five thousand copies, and went on to be a bestseller. Very nice. So, in order for me to get picked up by Hay House, uh, this is how they do it for poets. So, okay. wish me luck. <laughs> oh, I wish you the best. I wish you many blessings and much success with this um, endeavor. Mm, thank you. So, I just wanted to also give the listeners a little background about who you are and how you started. And um, so when when did you start writing poetry? Um, and what attracted it to you as, as a, um, a genre of art? Okay, well actually, um, I, I guess I would still be considered a new poet. I'm not one of those people that's, oh, I've been writing since I was four. I started writing, um, Actually, here at Brick, there was um, when I around the time I became a community producer, I took whatever classes they had at Grand Army Plaza. I was introduced to um, New York Writers Coalition, which they had a class, a workshop that was held at Grand Army Grand Army Plaza. Mm-hmm. I had no intention and on Grand Army Plaza. For those who may not know, is is, new, is the main library in Brooklyn, New York. Yes, thank okay. you. Mm-hmm. So around that time, I took, you know, the brick classes. And when was this? How many, like? This was, what was it, 2000, let's just say 2015, Okay. 16. So you were definitely an adult. 
Yes, this was <laughs> several years ago. That's okay. it. And I mean, through my life, I may have wrote poetry. I kept journals, but never did I think I wanted to be a poet. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even a part of the pro- program. Right. So <clears throat> I took uh, several classes at Grand Army Plaza that, you know, I had time then to take classes. And what did they do in the class? Oh, I mean, it was like the brick classes okay. that were free. Okay. And then I got to this one. But it had to do with writing? No. Some of them were just um, photography or put an image to, I think it was the one, Poetry the Image. Okay. And I remember the day because it was such a strange day. I had taken all these classes. Mm-hmm. I always made it on time. And it was this one particular day, and it was Poetry the Image. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like I was a little intimidated because I'm like, I'm not a poet. Why am I taking this class? Right. And I remember it was like snow on the ground. I was late. And I was going through this whole thing about getting to, you know, should class. I go to this yeah, club? Yeah. calling people because, you know, if it's more than 15 people, you know, they close the class. So now I'm like, oh, I'm going to be late. Should I go? Blah, okay, blah, blah. so what happened? <laughs> so I go. That's where I met um, Phyllis Roker, who's okay. also a producer here. Right. and Because that, we're really talking about your poetry. Right. Okay. And so, how I okay. became a poet. All right, okay. So, um I met Phyllis Roker, who's also a poet um, and writer. Mostly she was doing that in Chicago. Then she came here, and we took this workshop together at um, New York Writers Coalition. So Phyllis would listen to my stories, and then she one day said, you should, you should write. And when she said I should write, it was a familiar voice because mm-hmm. through my life it would be people that I would tell them what they should do. And it was in that same tone and everything. Right. And I usually don't listen to people, mm-hmm. but I listened. And then, so now, here I am. Okay. And what have you been doing, like, since that time to perhaps hone your skills in writing prose? Okay. So since that time, I took as many New York Writers Coalition classes, workshops, Women mm-hmm. in Bloom workshops. Uh, I was a member of... Uh, the Brooklyn Writers Group uh-huh. that's held at um, Ethical Society right. by Kim Brandon, um, the second and the fourth Sunday of every month. And, and like, what do you do in these workshops? So basically in these workshops, you write, um, you know, somebody gives a prompt, and you write from that. It's so not, give me a prompt. Um, Burl, no, let's see. What did you see as you walked, as I walked to the studio today? Okay. And you would, everyone would just write about that. And then you would read and mm-hmm. people would share, you know, the positive. It's not to right, criticize. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so basically, um, that style of way of writing, for me, that's how I started. Okay. It's always easy because you have something to write about. You know, right. you don't have to sit there and think, oh, I don't know what to write about. Mm-hmm. And so it puts you in the habit of always having new things, especially when you take a lot of workshops. Right. And then um, I started doing, uh, I think I did my first workshop that I gave. It's on spirit writing at um, in the Brooklyn Writers Group. Right. And then from there, I started, after a while, I moved on to uh, writing online, allpoetry.com, which 
for me, I found to be very useful because it put me in the habit of writing every right. night because nice. they have contests uh -huh. and you just pick something and I you know they have like different groups mm -hmm. um poetry uh spirit poets um like if you're a dark poet mm -hmm. they have a group for that okay. so you find a place and right. it's people so all over did the world you ever win any oh yeah so I won like um, you know, they have silver, gold, okay. honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually now have like five over 500 that I wrote online. Uh -huh. And I have, yeah, I won a, several over, I don't know, 100 or mm -hmm. more. 100? Over 100 what? contests. What? And then recently I won... It was the um, Truly Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, that was a contest for Write Something About Brooklyn. Right. So I wrote about Brooklyn. I won that. That was mm -hmm. in February. Mm -hmm. um, I submit things online, not as much as I used to. Right. Because uh, I work full time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah that, that, a lot of us have to do that. Yeah. So, so let me ask you. Mm -hmm. Could you guide us through the stages of a poem? In terms of your process, my process, um, yeah, that's funny because I was just out here um, talking about someone that. was. I was telling my great do a po uh, podcast, Steve, mm -hmm. and he was showing me like he's got you know some stuff and what his process was. Right. So I was sharing, yeah, like I really don't um, hardly do I sit down and say, oh, let me write. Like mm -hmm. this came to my head. Um, different things come to me maybe how I want to do something as far as putting a book together, right. but not so much, oh, um, usually it's the subject. Or, okay. you know, con I I'm guess I'm just... for a single poem. Yeah, for a single poem mm -hmm. for me, I guess my method is I so used to writing online, mm -hmm. um, like you, I find a contest, something that right. I want to write about, and I, you know, usually they have rules, so it's like 100 words or 50 or less. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, it could be used certain words. Oh, do you have a, so then you do most of your poetry while you're at home by a computer? Or, um, or is it like, do you start, can you start? Well, that's it? online. Right. So I write on my phone and I submit uh -huh, it and. Right. You know, okay. I mean, sometimes I go out to s different places. Mm -hmm. I might pull out my phone and be inspired. Okay. So you use your phone like a computer. Exactly. As opposed to writing it longhand on paper. Right. And okay. I find it easier to use my phone. I had a memo that was n that's not the one that's on this phone. Mm -hmm. But when you do open mics, it's easier to have your stuff mm -hmm. yeah and then if you want to submit stuff it's also easier that it's already typed up sure. and you can just transfer it mm -hmm. and to a document to upload yeah. you know to submit to a contest or journal right and you know i have about 20 books at home full of poetry that's handwritten mm -hmm. that that's going to be a whole nother process just mm -hmm. to have that typed up so, so the phone works for me. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do you show your work to anyone before it's finished to, to get a critique on it? Um, I'm not talking about like when you're in a group. But do you you know do you have a person that you show your work to? Through this process of um, a lot of the pieces in this book were pieces I wrote online actually from contests. So it's people online that 
and critique it. Yeah, they okay. send you comments and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then in general, it's been not too many people that I share with because I know so many poets mm-hmm. and I think poets just, I don't know what it is. Um, they're not good listeners okay. <laughs> to other people's stuff. All right. So I have two dear friends, um, Charles Yats and um, a friend named Donald Boom, who I've only met one time, on a, met him on a train coming from Connecticut, mm-hmm. and we haven't seen each other since then. Right. But he would always say, did you write anything today? Okay. Let me hear it. So they've nice. been really supportive, and um, I think, you know, basically two or three people that would ask me. Mm-hmm. And maybe since I've written a book, I probably shared, I make kind of make people when I'm on the phone with them now, you know. Listen. Um, and that's because the way that I wrote the book is that I'm sort of a positive writer. Right. So it could be about a subject that maybe was an ordeal in life, but at the end of it is. It's still inspiring. Mm-hmm. So I write to inspire. Okay. And so the way I'm doing the book is that I'm saying just read it and whatever it is that you're thinking about or a problem, whichever poem that you pick, it'll have some kind of insight or solution that you'll feel better in the end. Nice. So okay. that's right. my theory. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait because I have some issues. <laughs> <laughs> so at this at this juncture, mm-hmm. is there any advice that you could give to a young or a writer who is newer to you, newer to it, to writing? Than, yeah. Okay, my advice that I would give to anyone that has picked up a pen and wrote in a book is to accept that you are a writer. And do not compare yourself to other people. Don't think that you have to, that is some level you have to be at. Um, I find that the, I think the worst thing being in groups, I, as a writer, I have been in many workshops, many groups, and I have not heard a bad poet yet. Mm-hmm. And the best ones are the ones that don't want to share because they don't have the confidence. And they also feel, maybe for other reasons, family, they didn't get support. Um, It's a difficult thing. But just, if you write, share it with someone and do it with confidence and just believe that it's not going to be for everyone. Uh I mean, I don't like all the poets. You know, they're not going to inspire me. Right. But... Excuse me. The people that are poets that write similar to mm-hmm. me, right. you kind of find each other. Right. It's just like going to a bookstore. Mm-hmm. It's a zillion books, but everyone's not going to like the same things. So together, don't, yes. So you will find the people that you like and just be confident and, and don't doubt yourself because right. there's so many brilliant writers and I'm not making that up. I mean, no, no. you know, I always well, say. Well, I asked you for your advice. Yeah, you, you know, I always say I'm tough. <laughs> and I always, you know, if you're no good, I would tell you <laughs> in a nice way. But, um, yeah, I just find it's some really gift. It's almost like, oh, my God, there's so many gifted people. And and there's enough space out here in the universe for everyone the, yes. to 
to show their right, gift right. and celebrate it. Right. If Absolutely. it was five people in this room, mm-hmm. we would all write different things. It would be five different people or 500 different people that we would reach that needed to hear from each mm-hmm. one of us. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at it in that perspective that sure. and just go forward. And don't just, and that my other advice, I guess, would be when you start, don't get to be a, a workshop junkie. Mm-hmm. Like, you come in, like, I've only been writing for a short time, but it's sort of like being in workshops where people just want to go to workshops. Right. And, and once again, it's confidence. And you, you're comparing yourself to all these other people that already lived. Mm-hmm. And it's only one you. That's right. So the world is waiting for you. For you. It's waiting for me. And your experiences. Yeah. That's so, right. so, um... <clears throat> In terms of um, what what poem or poet has inspired you to create? Um, I think one poet, uh, Rumi, mm-hmm. who's a Persian, probably one of the most well-known um, from the 1600s, I believe. Okay. And Rumi, Rumi had... Um, That's spelled R-U-M-I. Yes. Okay. And I don't know, it's one piece that was called Bittersweet um, that brought me to tears. Mm. And I think Madonna did it back in, uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, she read it on one of her albums. But um, he was, you know, he's, he's a Persian writer, but he, his poetry was short and it was inspirational and about love. And or finding love or, you know, his beloved. So he was that's someone that was inspiring to me as a poet. Nikki Giovanni, um, of course, Maya Angelou. um, Mm -hmm. But what would would be my top top? Yeah. All right. Okay. So your book of poetry. Give us the title again. I'm going to ask you another time too. Sequent Soul. Uh, poetry from the Spirit. All right, by Catriona Yvonne. That's right. And where can people purchase this book? This book will be available on Amazon, um, on Amazon, in paperback, hardback, ebook, um, Kindle, and um, Barnes and Noble. All right. And <clears throat> will you be performing any of this uh, poetry? via an open mic session or spoken word salon? And if so, would you like to share that with us now? Yeah, you know? yeah. well, I just did an open mic at Unnameable Books this past Saturday, and I will be doing one there on, I believe, I can't remember the date, uh, it's September. Okay. Um, and I plan to have um, an open mic Probably here at Brick, and one of my shows, invite people. That'll be like a book signing. Nice. And I'll be traveling, doing um, various book signings. Book signings. Great. And so, yeah, so I plan to be doing mm-hmm. Oh, well, you have, we have the, well, I don't think I'm doing it this year, but um, I have represented the National Writers Union at the annual poetry festival that's held out at Governor's Island. But you should do it. Why wouldn't you? Uh, well, I would be on vacation, so okay. I will be, <laughs> be going away. <laughs> so if I 
and that's my birthday weekend. Okay. So the, for those two years, I was yeah. like, oh, that's what I'm doing for my birthday. I got to do something different. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. All right. So uh, listen is what I will also do when I post this podcast. I will also post any dates that will be coming up uh, where Ketriana will be actually reading some of her uh, poetry from her new book. So at this juncture, Miss Yvonne, mm-hmm. would you like to share a poem or two? Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. So um, this one, I write a lot about um, rain and rainbows and nature. And so this one is called Rainbow I See Is Me. I am Rainbow, nicknamed by a friend. I never thought why. But now I see. I look at I look at one and it appears as I see. It is mystical, brings hope, believing in miracles, creates excitement for others, appearances for all I see, natural beauty of me, all that God has blessed me to give me by looking at this rainbow. Writing this poem, I see the beauty of me, finally, is what I see. It appears to be looking up, but bends to help people down, to give hope to those in des- despair. Perhaps my beauty is what my friend could always already see. It took me years to see why perhaps he thought so highly of me. The light you saw when he talked to me, rainbow, and so many years ago, rainbow I am, then and now. Like the rainbow comes and goes, my memory lingers on, Today, I look at a rainbow, seeing beautiful colors, reminding me of my true aura of destiny. I see me, rainbow I am. Thank you, my friend, such wisdom and perception. By seeing me in a perfect light, rainbow, I am loving my light. And I was inspired by a friend that used to call me rainbow way back, long time ago. (laughs) And so it's the reality of just seeing maybe why he came up with that name. Mm -hmm. And this is a short one, um, Love Lives Boldly. Greatness lies underneath pain. To remove the scars unseen, but deeply etched within the pain body. Erasure, resurrection is restored by faith. Love and trust balance the union in marriage and life. Key is always forgiveness. Beauty flows from the heart of one, reaching still to capture the wounded to heal. Love lives boldly for the hurt that trust restores. Ultimate to unconditional supreme love. One more? Uh, One more. I'm going to read this one since it might be raining outside. (laughs) But (laughs) forecast unfolds. Damp from the drizzle, other times drenched from seductive outpour. You bring me, you pour your essence upon me. Dazed I am, once alarmed, with a drowsy awakening feeling the release of skies. Rapturous sounds, sometimes gentle, entering voluminous, accompanying your rain. Upon your showering appearance, I follow your quickening, lightning, sometimes gentle, quiet storm. You are my life and, sur- and surrounds the reason. I feel at ease when you pour upon me. I, feel, I long to feel your outpour more frequently. You bring hope to me, balance. You are my comfort. 
you free my mind. You always concentrate on getting me dripping wet, forgetting about my hair when you leave. I eagerly await to have you here, making, the, making me wet again. I will be waiting for you. Come again in the next forecast. And I don't know what you was thinking, but that was all about the rain. <laughs> I know, that's right. <laughs> so I didn't know you read mine. <laughs> well, yeah. Katriana, it was a pleasure having you here at Creative Force. Thank you. And um, we're going to give that title one more time. Sequence, Soul, Poetry from the Spirit by Katriana Yvonne to be released by the end of this month and will be available on Amazon.com. Check Very it out. Nice. I know. Check it out, listeners. All right. So thank you for listening. Thank you for having me, Beryl. Appreciate it. Come back again. Ciao. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Creative Force Podcast with your host, Beryl. If you liked what you heard, come back and let others know about Creative Force. Until next time, be well, be creative, and enjoy living. <laughs>